Welcome to Couch Chats, your go-to podcast for raw and inspiring messages from myself and other female entrepreneurs all around business and mindset. I am your host, Jess Williamson, an award-winning business and mindset coach and a serial entrepreneur having scaled four successful businesses. My purpose is to help you unleash your unique superpowers and to build the life and business of your dreams. Let's get into today's episode. Today, I have my incredible client, Samantha, the founder of Silk Digital. She is an absolute powerhouse when it comes to all things social media and social media advertising as well. Sam has worked in the industry for years and she now brings that expertise to her clients. But I am overflowing with gratitude to get to work with such amazing women like Sam every single day in my business. And I am so excited to share with you Sam's journey over the past few months on how she has really skyrocketed her business growth, worked on her mindset, and now has stepped into her business full time. There have been so many lessons along the way, and she is also going to be sharing with you her top tips when it comes to social media and growing your business with advertising online. So let's get into today's episode. Hey, Sam, I am so excited to have you on Couch Chats today. Hi, Jess. I'm so excited to be on here. Thank you. I am really, really excited to chat with you because we've been working together over the past, what is it now, four or so months, maybe five, and you have just absolutely skyrocketed your growth in business. You've leveled up your mindset and you've had some pretty incredible wins along the way. We are chatting at time of recording about one week after you've finished up at your full-time job and now you're in your business full-time, which is so, so exciting. Yeah, I know it's super exciting. And honestly, I couldn't have done it without your help. So I'm so grateful for you. Well, thank you. And I am so grateful for clients like you that just make me so, so excited and you inspire me every day with all the action you're taking as well. So what I want to do is start way back to... When you first started your business, what were you doing at the time? What made you decide to start that? Yeah, so my business has nearly been around for a year now, which is super exciting. And what kind of started it off was I was working in an agency. I just left another role and yeah, started working at this other agency doing social media marketing. And honestly, I just felt like I could be doing it a lot better myself. The way that some of the clients were treated and just the workload that we had was quite excessive, you know, so they weren't really getting the care that they were paying for. And also, I guess the management that I was working with was really quite nasty at times. And it really messed with my confidence and my belief that I could actually do my job. So I thought, you know what, I'm going to just give it a crack on my own. I had another client that I'd worked with a few years ago that had reached out and asked what I was doing, where I was. And they sort of inspired me to just take it out on my own because they were really keen to keep working with me. 
So yeah, I sort of started out freelancing and just working with this client. And during lockdown as well, you know, I had a lot of spare time on my hands to really set this up and build the foundations of how I wanted the business to run and, you know, the processes of onboarding a new client and making sure that everything was really set up so that, you know, when the growth happened, I was ready to go. Amazing. I love that you just took that sign from that one client, that invitation to work with them or to continue working with them. And you just went headfirst into it. Yeah, it definitely, you know, helped. And I think it was a big sign to see, you know, someone else believed in what I could do. And at the time working at that other role, you know, I was there for a very short time, but just something in my gut, gut instinct just was telling me this isn't right. And rather than looking at it, I guess, in a negative way, thinking, you know, I hate my job and this is horrible. I thought, why not kind of take that and use it as maybe redirection and, you know, see what's out there. Because I'd always had the idea of wanting to start my own business, but I guess I never knew, you know, when the time was right or how to do that. And I think everything just aligned right then and there. And, you know, I could feel that. So I really wanted to embrace that opportunity and yeah, start something. Beautiful. So you obviously started working for yourself whilst working in another job. What were some of the biggest challenges that you were facing, you know, from starting up your own business to now? Yeah. So I guess I was working as well for another company, like you said, when I started my business and it was difficult just, I guess, managing time as well and feeling like I was, you know, not putting enough energy into my business that I was into somebody else's just because, you know, I had, I guess, requirements and job responsibilities there to meet. And then when it would come to doing my my work for my business, I was almost feeling a bit depleted from the other role. So for me, I just really wanted to be able to do my own thing full-time and have one, the control over, you know, the clients that I work with and, um, you know, when I can work, you know, flexible hours and really embracing that kind of flexible lifestyle that my job sort of works for me as well. So yeah, luckily, you know, i was able to reach a point that I felt financially stable to be able to go out on my own and yeah, go full steam ahead with that. Yes. Oh my gosh. So much there. And I really want to dive into that a little bit further and unpack that because we've been sort of discussing that for a while. And that was one of your biggest goals when we started working together was to be able to be in your business full-time, have full control over your schedule, your clients, and just the way that you wanted to work. And so you mentioned just then that you built your business to a point where you were financially stable and then you were able to quit your job. What did that look like? You know, what was the process or even the thoughts that went through? Because I remember even when you were going to make that decision, you still felt a little bit unsure. It was a little bit scary. And then when we dived into the numbers, you were like, oh my gosh, like I've already made more than what I would in my part-time job. Yeah. For me, I think it was just, I guess, having the belief and, you know, obviously with your help too, guiding me to be able to, yeah, believe in myself and really focus on, well, if I have this many more days left to work on my business, imagine how much I can grow with that extra time compared to, you know, where I've been the last few months. So that was really something that I kind of weighed up to. And I'm lucky I have quite a good support network and really believing in my abilities and having, you know, the chance to just take it full time when I'm not 
just focusing on the financials. So, you know, worst case scenario, I've got that support there, which I'm very lucky and grateful for. But also, yeah, just having that belief in myself to be able to do it and kind of opening up and saying to the universe, I'm ready. And and just when I did that, I was able to, you know, onboard two new clients, I think just by showing that I'm ready for this next step. And yeah. Like those two clients came to you pretty much as soon as you had decided that you were going to quit that job, let go of what was no longer serving you. And you sent me a voice memo. I remember you were like, Jess, these two clients just came to me and I didn't even necessarily ask for them or they just came and they signed up and, you know, you locked them in. So I think that was a huge, huge sign when you make that decision, things just work out. Yeah, definitely. And I think just switching that mindset as well for me has been something that's really helped, you know, focusing on the little wins rather than just, okay, yeah, I've made this much money or I've got this many clients, but you know, the little personal growth things like, you know, I've overcome a certain belief that I had that was maybe negative compared to financial goals. So I think those little things along the way for me have definitely helped shift my mindset and being able to support my growth as well. hope you're loving today's episode and while we're here I wanted to let you know about my free resources and lessons that I've created to help you have more success and abundance in your life and your business. I am often updating these resources so there's new ones at different times but I'm giving away so much value in these trainings and did I mention they are free so click the link in the show notes or you can head on over to my website jessicawilliamson.com.au and click on free resources. Let's jump back into today's episode. If you're comfortable to share what have been some of the biggest small wins or the mindset shifts or they're not even small because I feel like, you know, mindset is the biggest shifts we can make because if we elevate ourselves, everything else around us elevates. But yet I think you said it so well that as business owners, we quite often get so focused on the dollars and almost attach worth to the dollars or our business success to the dollars coming in. And we can often overlook those things that can be even more powerful than that in itself. So, I mean, the more you grow, if you're making $100, $1,000, a million dollars, those thoughts are always going to be the same, no matter how much money you have, unless you shift them, right? So, Can you share with us some of the shifts that you've made or new thought patterns that you have adopted? Yeah, definitely. I think one of the main ones for me is just believing in myself and my abilities. You know, seeing that people do want to work with me has obviously helped me believe in myself. And I think that's a huge one as well. And again, just touching on the money side of things, like you said, you know, mindset is everything. And I sort of just tell myself that I'm creating these opportunities for money to flow in. And it's not all about the financials at the end of the day, but, you know, just really focusing on how I can create those opportunities for growth. Yes. Amazing. So what were some of the things that helped you work through that, you know, self-belief? 
Well, obviously talking to you and working with you has definitely been a big help. And I've got some great tools that you've given me and even little things like mantras, saying them over again, or I've started journaling too. So I think that kind of just gets all the messy thoughts out onto paper and you can kind of see them yourself and then figure out, okay, maybe why is, why am I feeling like this? And, and yeah, using those mantras and, you know, looking back on the goals that, that I've achieved sort of helps just overcome those those negative thoughts too. Incredible. So those have been some of the challenges and the shifts. What have been like your most exciting moments throughout the last year or even the last few months? Obviously going full-time in my business has been a huge win for me and something that I'm super excited to, you know, really get into a routine and make this my normal life, you know. Just being able to have the flexibility is also really important. And I think certain things that have happened already this year have kind of shown me, you know, life's too short. So why not kind of have your own business and be able to make it work for you so that you can still enjoy the good things in life? Beautiful. So now that you are one week in to running your business full-time, what have been some of the changes or shifts that you've seen in yourself or that you've had to make in your business so far? Really just planning my day down to, you know, every hour for me. I used to think I was quite organized when it comes to putting together a to-do list, but I've soon sort of realized that time flies during the day. So for me, I've really had to set a proper schedule and just make sure time track my work as well, because something that I wasn't so great with was, yeah, like I said, time flies. So you just don't realize how quickly or how long certain tasks can take. So that's definitely been something this week that I've been working on and really setting time for myself to sort of just recharge and make sure that I'm kind of having those moments to relax and unwind because, you know, I know that if I'm doing that, I'm going to work much better and be a better person, I guess, overall. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I love that. So something that I always talk about is to gain more freedom and time for yourself, we need to be more organized. So I love to hear that you've been scheduling everything down to the hour because, you know, sometimes I remember back when I quit my job as well, and that was a while ago now, but (laughs) I always remember thinking, oh my gosh, there's so much spare time in the day because I didn't have to cram in a full-time job and a two-hour commute every day. And then after a couple of weeks, I almost had no time again. And so it's not even a matter of how much time do we have? It's how well are we using the time that we do have as well. So that's really, really awesome. Yeah, definitely. And I think, like I said, I'm learning to schedule in and and be more productive during that time. So that when it comes to wanting to have those moments for myself or take a day off, you know, having a longer weekend, you don't feel so, I guess, guilty because I can see I've achieved so much already during the week and got things done that I've wanted to. Yes. I love that. Okay. So now I want to dive into your business. So obviously you're doing social media and advertising for clients. So what do you love or what have you built your business on? You know, because I come from the digital marketing world as well and totally can relate to what you said around agencies and not necessarily always giving their clients the best attention. So tell us more about how you have really tried to differentiate yourself from the market. 
for me, one big thing is that when I get a client on board, they can know and trust that I'm the one working on their business and they really only have me as the point of contact compared to, I guess, working with an agency, you know, you've got an account manager, a salesperson, one person doing one bit of the Facebook and and the posting. So there's a lot of different people that you're kind of communicating with, which I guess can kind of make it a bit less productive. And I just feel more comfortable having, yeah, that ability to just talk one-on-one with my clients. And, you know, for me, I know my workload and I'm, I'm making sure that I have enough time for each client to make sure that the work is getting done and we're going, you know, above and beyond and not just kind of doing the bare minimum, like it can happen at agencies, you know, I've, I've been in those shoes before. So they're sort of the main things that I want to, you know, set myself apart. And I think it's a huge benefit working one-on-one with somebody versus a larger agency. And, you know, who doesn't like to support small businesses? <laughs> That's super important. And for me too, I find my expertise are in the beauty, fashion, fitness, health, and wellness industries. And I think being at an agency and working for an agency, you know, you could be a client that's maybe an accountant, for example, and I'd be working in your account and that's not my strength. So for me, I like to be working with clients that I know I'm passionate about their business. And, you know, the industry is something that I would say is one of my strengths. So yeah, definitely something that I really believe is a benefit for working with me versus an agency. Yeah, I love how much care and attention and just personalization that you give to your clients. It's so amazing because, yeah, I think we need more of that. You know, small businesses need a small business approach, not just a one size fits all or you're just another number. So that's really, really beautiful. When it comes to obviously getting to work with those dream clients in the industries that you love it not only means that you can do a better job for them because you're super passionate about it and have the expertise in those areas, but, you know, obviously they get to work with someone who can relate with their product and service as well. But in saying that, you know, one of the best parts in business is getting to work with those amazing clients that we get to choose, but what boundaries have you had to put in place around that as well? Yeah. So going out on my own and having my own business, I can be at my computer. I have my emails through my phone 24 seven and it's so quick and easy for me to check and then want to reply and, and things like that. So making sure I'm setting personal boundaries for myself that, you know, I have my sort of working hours and of course things may come up outside of those hours, you know, and I can choose when I want to work. But in terms of, I guess, responding and making sure that I am taking the time for myself, like I said before, to really reset and recharge so that I can be the best for myself and my clients. And obviously the clients that I'm working with as well, I want to make sure that, you know, they understand and they're ready for, I guess, a little bit of the responsibility too with working with me, because, you know, there's certain things like content and images that I need to use. So I do suggest that they, they go get those photos and videos done if they don't already have that. Just little things like that also help me do a better job. And you would say that could be a boundary that I sort of set in place when I am choosing who to work with. Yeah, because it's about the teamwork, you know, as any business owner, I think every time I've outsourced anything, you still need to work quite closely with the person and you become a team, you know, it's not just like you outsource something and 
you never think about it again. And that is probably one of the biggest mistakes that I've seen some of my clients make or just business owners in general. They outsource their social media or their ads and they have no idea what is going on with it. And I think that's the biggest mistake that anyone can make. So that's really, really awesome that you're able to give your clients the guidance on what you need in order to do your job the best and get them the best results. Yeah, definitely. And like you said, working together as a team with the reports and results that I provide to my clients at the end of each month, you know, I want to make sure that it's easy to understand from their point of view, because obviously, you know, I'm an expert in the industry and there's certain lingo and different terminologies that can be quite confusing. So I want to be as clear as possible with the clients and, you know, there's nothing kind of hidden underneath the terminology or anything to just make it confusing. So there is that clarity on on the performance and, you know, I'm always focusing on the different opportunities and, and yeah, like working together to come up with new ideas or maybe what they can implement in their own business that social media can help support. So yeah, it's definitely a big team effort, like you said. Yes. Okay. So what would you say to someone who is maybe wanting to outsource their social media or their online advertising? Having your branding done by a professional, I would suggest is the number one priority before considering outsourcing. If possible, having your website set up as well, especially you need when thinking about running advertisements on social media. And like I said before, having, you know, your images and videos, if possible, done professionally, because that's going to help really build that trust between a consumer or potential client, just making you more authentic because they can really see your business through that content. Yes. And I believe you have a free resource that people can download with some of those tips in them. Yes, I do. So on my website, there's a free essential checklist to successfully scale your business. So I kind of go into a bit more detail on, I think the main things that you need before kind of jumping in and and considering outsourcing. So yeah, that's available on my website to download for free. What are some of the other things that you cover off in there? One of the things that, especially when it comes to advertising, I think is also essential is being prepared to invest because obviously when running advertisements on social media, you do have to have that budget. And so I would really be prepared to invest and understand that results aren't going to happen overnight. It is quite, I guess, a marathon, not a sprint. So just having that understanding when it comes to you know, outsourcing your social media, both content and advertisements is important. Yeah. I think that's such a great tip for business in general. It's a marathon, not a sprint. I think everyone is looking for like overnight success or instant results and it may happen, but that is like the 1% of people. And a lot of the time you still don't see 90% of the work behind the scenes. So I think that is so relevant for business in general, but especially when it comes to ads, it is more of like a long-term growth strategy rather than let's just slap a band-aid on it and hope the ads solve everything. Yeah, definitely. And I think that can be a huge misconception within the industry, running Facebook ads or even creating a post or something, it's going to go viral or, you know, be an overnight big success. So it's something to really take into consideration that, yeah, it is a marathon, not a sprint. Amazing. Well, I will put the link to that resource in the show notes so you can click on it below. Otherwise, where can they find you 
tell us your website, your Instagram, where can they hang out? Yeah. So you can come find me on my Instagram is silkdigital underscore. And then my website is silk-digital.com.au. So come and say hi on Instagram. I'd love to, to see you. Amazing. Well, I will put those links in the show notes as well. So if you're listening, you can just scroll down and click on them. So it's super easy. But thank you so much, Sam, for sharing your journey and your knowledge and all things just social media and advertising as well. Thank you so much for having me, Jess. It's been awesome. Thanks, Sam. I am honestly so inspired by my incredible clients every single day. I feel so much gratitude that I get to wake up with these incredibly driven and ambitious women who are here to change the world. So I hope you enjoyed that episode and got so much out of it. I would love for you to share it screenshot it, show Sam some support on social media and tag us at jess.williamson8 and at Silk Digital on Instagram. And until next time, I hope you have an amazing week.